and away we go! What's happening, you dum dums? You know, it's been a been a couple of trying weeks for me. Uh, Lucas is gone, so I've been trying to figure out some content to put out to y'all or an episode, and just really been racking my brain. But if you listen to any of the past episodes, you know that we've been moving. Uh, the moving company that we were going to use wasn't going to be able to get us moved until the second week of October. So I ended up packing up the apartment with the help of my little brother and my wife and just moving all ourselves in our truck. So that's been super fun. And then it's always interesting to move from an apartment into a house and then try and find out where you're going to put all of your stuff, even though it fit in an apartment, but it doesn't necessarily fit in your house now because the layout's different or you don't have enough space or the closets aren't big enough, whatever's going on. So that's always been fun. But uh, I did hear from Lucas, which is a plus, and he is doing good. And I have some funny stories that I'll post on the Instagram and Facebook so that y'all can read what shenanigans that he's been up to playing tricks on everybody on the ship. But they're doing good, and the kids are enjoying the new house. They got a big backyard with this creek that goes behind it. And as soon as we moved in, my wife wanted to start to remodel the entire place. So that's been, that's also been on my mind trying to figure out how to do all that but we did uh last weekend she conned me into bushwhacking all the blackberry bushes that are in the backyard and small trees and whatnot and we spent all weekend in the rain doing that but other than that we've just been moving and hanging out and trying to keep the kids sane. kids are in school and just trying to maintain everything that's going on and i appreciate all the uh, shares, follows, whatever you're into. But in the beginning, I'm going to try and put out all of our social media or where you can contact us at instead of having y'all listen to the entire episode. We're at Two Dummies Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, Twitter, whatever social media. And then if you want to drop us a line, we're at Two Dummies Podcast at gmail.com. But I did find an interesting topic and I was listening to a different podcast and kind of sparked my interest in the paranormal activities. And since we've gone into the fall equinox and it's now fall or the spooky season, as my kids like to call it. Yeah. We're going to dive into, I'm going to make this, this fall equinox, the, the spooky series while Lucas is gone. So you probably won't hear much from him. Try and get some, some guests on board to discuss some paranormal activities or whatever else is going on. But so Stull, Kansas is what what I had landed on. And it's pretty interesting because they consider it one of the seven gates to hell. And when I Googled seven gates to hell, it just came up with one place. So I was like, what is going on here? They said there's seven gates, but when you Google it, there's only one. So we'll figure it out together and we'll go from there with that. But in my notes that I have here, little background about Stull, Kansas. It's in Douglas County, Kansas. It was founded in 1857, originally known as Deer Creek. And there's a whole 
murder mystery on why it was changed from Stull to or from Deer Creek to Stull because of the murder of the mayor and could be one of the reasons why that they consider it uh, a gateway to hell or why the devil visits it, visits it twice a year. But it became famous in the 1970s due to a, a cryptological, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, it's A-P-O-C-R-Y-P-H-A-L, some kind of legend, we'll just go with that, that claims that Stull Cemetery is possessed by demonic forces. And the reason behind that is, is that Stull Cemetery gained ominous reputation due to the urban legends involving Satan and the occult reported that it's a gateway to hell. Unlike the highway to hell, which was a decent song, <laughs> people claim the devil appeared in Stull twice a year, once on Halloween, which I mean is acceptable because everybody has some sort of story about the devil visiting on Halloween it, just because it's All Hallows Eve or there's the Day of the Dead or whatever else is going on. So it's acceptable for that one. And then again, on the spring equinox, which if anyone doesn't know, it's my birthday, March 20th. I want to send gifts. Go ahead. And you can, my wife was giving me a hard time earlier today because I got the cash app. So if you want to cash app me some money on March 20th for my birthday, go ahead for it. But yeah, so it's also been said, like what I was talking about, uh, one of seven gates to hell. Uh, and if you didn't know, there's not seven gates to hell because on the Google machine, it says that there's only one. But I did do a little bit of research for y'all, and there are 10 eerie places that are said to be the actual gates to hell. And we're going to go off on this little tangent real quick, but we'll get right back into the story after this. Number one is Fengdu, China, has a long history in the Taoist tradition, being known as a portal to hell. A place called the Ghost City is located on the Ming Mountain in municipal of some city. And the area was deemed to be the ghost city during the Eastern Han Dynasty, where two Taoists achieved immortality, kind of like the Highlander uh, on Ming Mountain via self-cultivation. I don't know what that is. It sounds kind of like they were touching themselves or something too much. You know, play with yourself too much, you're going to go blind. But it's around the same time that people began to believe the king of hell was some bridge to connect the mortal realm to the underworld, which... I mean, every every continent and every people are going to have their own interpretation of what hell is. So there we go. Number two is uh, Derwe's Turkmenistan, one of the stands. It's in the middle of the Karakum Desert in Turkmenistan. Is the door to hell. Oh, this one was actually pretty cool. It's a burning natural gas field. And for all intensive purposes, looks like the gate of hell, but it could truly be. It was set on fire on purpose by a geologist to stop the spread of methane gas and has been burning since 1971 and is a 230-foot wide hole. So what I'm taking out of this is that this dude set this escape of methane gas on fire and has now been burning for good night, 1971. That's, shoot, that's like 40 years this thing's been burning. Why can't we just bottle that up and sell it to somebody? All right, so a little bit closer to home, the Wapato Valley in Hawaii uh, wouldn't look at this lush and gorgeous. It must be a gates to hell. Uh, according to Hawaiian folklore, a gate to the lower world, maybe this is where Maui came from or whatever. Uh, what was that movie? It wasn't Maui. Who knows? It's currently hidden by a bunch of sand. 
So just be careful if you're out in Hawaii that you don't fall into the pits of hell. Number four, Mount Osborne or out Mount shoot. I can't talk tonight. Uh, Mount Osawa, Japan is said to be the entrance of hell located within the mountain in the Northern Japan. That's known for expelling sulfur dioxide. So it probably smells like some bad farts uh, near uh, like, so I don't know. I'm not good with foreign names. Uh, which legend has it's at the Sanzu River, the river, according to legend, the dead must cross prior to reaching the afterlife. And Asawa also means fear in Japanese. So, I mean, you always have that to go on. So it's a fear mountain in Japan. Hmm. Interesting. Hell's Gate National Park in Kenya is number five. Uh, you know that this one is too legit to quit because hell is in the name. But, I mean, just going off of that, doesn't seem like there's too much extra stuff besides just some uh, geothermal steam, which no, I'm not going to buy that one at all. I mean, they got Yellowstone that's got geothermal steam and Iceland where they got steam baths and most of their electricity and heating is run through steam from, no, I'm not buying that one. Number six. And so this is what was interesting. So when you Google the seven gates of hell, it comes up with Hellam Township in Pennsylvania. And that's the only thing that'll come up on Google. It's located near York, Pennsylvania. And it's a little township called Hellam, which again makes sense because, you know, they got hell in the name. I guess if you just, if you got hell in the name, you're just a gate to hell. But Hellam is known for an urban legend that claims it's actually the location of the real seven gates of hell. The seven gates is in one township. But I really don't believe that. And it's all just urban legend. So if y'all want to go out and visit it and give me a little, if y'all are if, if y'all are in Pennsylvania, give me some feedback and let me know what's going on with that. Number seven comes all the way from Ireland. Uh, St. Patrick's Purgatory is an ancient pilgrimage site on Station Island and some island out in Ireland. But it's just not hell. They consider it a gate to purgatory. And it said that Jesus Christ himself showed a cave to St. Patrick here, which is weird because I don't know how all of Pangea works, but Jesus was in the Middle East. Ireland, for all intents and purposes, is not the Middle East. So or maybe it was a vision. But who knows? It could be. Inter- I don't I don't know, man. It's just me rambling on. But maybe he came to him in a dream or something. That'd be something neat. Hmm. All right. But yeah, no, Christ himself showed a cave to St. Patrick here and told him that it was the purgatory entrance. It is mentioned in text as early as 1158. I don't think they were writing in 1158. I mean, I mean, maybe 1158. That was, shoot, like a thousand years ago. I don't know if people knew how to write. Whether you believe it or not, um, it's been well documented for some time. So if you want to go to purgatory, go to Ireland. And our topic of discussion is number eight, and we'll dive deeper into that. And so I'll skip that one. And then number nine is the Gates of Guinea in my home state of Louisiana. And legend has it, according to the voodoo mythology, one enters a purgatory after dying called Guinea before further traveling into the destiny to meet their ancestors. Hmm. I'm not too much into voodoo, but I mean, if we're just going to hang out with our ancestors, that could be cool. I mean, I haven't met everybody on my family tree, but would like to. 
But many practitioners believe that this place is to be a physical realm and that Guinea can be reached by opening all seven gates of hell in the correct order. Hmm. But they say that all seven gates are in hell in Pennsylvania. So I wonder if this is like bop it. Like you got to twist it, bop it, hit it, smack it all in the right time to open up. Then you got to fly down to Louisiana to go down there and get, get into purgatory to go hang out with your ancestors. That'd be weird. Uh, <laughs> this is, uh, so number 10 out of 10 is Hela Iceland. Uh, it's an extremely active volcano in one that in the since uh, the past year, oh, the year of eight, 874 has erupted 20 times. Good night. You, I don't think I'd build a city around a place that's got an active volcano that erupts 20 times a year, but it's the largest production of lava from a single volcano on Earth. Hmm. It's got to have a deep hole down there. Another reason is due to persistent rumor, rumors coming from local monks, monks. Good night. Over the years, that refer to the volcano as Inferno in the prison of Judas. Well, meanwhile, the locals have claimed to seen souls flying out of the volcano during its eruptions. Others say there could actually be birds that were caught on fire. But I mean, who knows? I mean, that would be unless they're on like some type of psychedelic mushroom or whatever you're into type of trip. That would be something to see. Just some birds flying over this volcano and getting caught on fire and you're tripping out. You're like, oh, man, that's my that's my auntie up there. But <laughs> but uh. All right, so back to the topic, Stull, Kansas. So we already talked about it being a gateway to hell, one of the seven gates. The nearby evangelical Emmanuel church rune, they say, was possessed by the devil. And the rumors that said, rumors have it that uh, a trip to Colorado in the 90s, that the Pope actually diverted his flight to avoid Stull, Kansas because of the demonic forces that he could um, feel or whatever else was going on. Or he, maybe he knew the legend of Stull, Kansas and was like, we're going to steer clear of this like the Bermuda Triangle. But it's definitely something that everybody needs to keep away from, even the Pope. So he flew around it. But according to to legend or whatever else you want to get into, it was said that it never really happened, but it's up for you to decide, but it's out there on the internet. So, you know, my take, if it's on the internet, it's got to be true. But anyways, it became so popular that kids were hopping fences and finding a way to sneak into this abandoned church that you could, that they wanted to see the devil so bad that the police would arrest you because of all the vandalism that was going on. And you could spend six months in jail if you got caught over there, or you'd have to pay a thousand dollar fine. And I don't know what's worse. I think I'd just come up with the with the thousand dollars vice spending six months in jail to go see the devil. But moving on, and we know this is gonna be a short episode. Notable mentions. Like people have actually sang about this, made movies about this, put it in TV shows. So it's out there somewhere. The band Overkill released a Stull album in 1992, which I haven't listened to yet, but I'm going to download it and maybe I'll put the, the link in the podcast. But The Cure canceled their show, which is kind of weird. You know, The Cure is kind of on that fringe, whatever you want to get into. 
but they canceled their show because of the rumors that were going on with Stull, Kansas. And then there are three films. One was a Kung Fu film, which never got released, so we're not going to talk about it. But the films Turbulence 3, Heavy Metal, in 2001 was based in Stull, Kansas. And Nothing Left to Fear in 2013. So these are all pretty recent. So even though the church has been torn down and nobody really talks about it, still pretty interesting that people are still making movies about it and then if you're into the tv show supernatural the season finale for season five was based not in stole well i think it was based in stole county they fought in the graveyard or whatever you want to call it between michael and lucifer but the research that i did is that Michael and his brother were from a, a neighboring town in Kansas. And this is where they just ended up meeting up. But the two accounts that we do have from Stoll, Kansas, and I'll read them to you, is that one story is told of two young men who are visiting Stoll Cemetery one night and became frightened when a strong wind began blowing out of nowhere. They ran back to the car only to find that their vehicle had moved to the other side of the highway it was now facing the opposite direction another man claimed experience the same anomalous wind but inside the church rather than the graveyard he claimed that the sinister air currently oh not currently the sinister air current knocked him to the floor and would not allow him to move for some time incidentally it was the same church where the witness said that no rain will fall even though the crumbling building has no roof. So even if it was raining outside, no water would get inside. I don't know what that happened. Like maybe the devil hates water. Like what we were talking about earlier with the conspiracy with the mayor getting getting murdered. The article says that uh, an event took place in the 1850s when a stable hand allegedly stabbed the mayor to death in the cemetery's old stone barn. Years later, the barn was converted into a church, which just turned uh which in turn was gutted by fire. A decaying wooden crucifix, crucifix that still hands from one wall is thought to sometimes turn upside down when passerby step into the building at midnight. The story neglects to mention that the historically speaking, neither the Deer Creek community nor Stull have ever had an official mayor because it's not a real place. Well, I mean, it's not a real town, but I mean, that's for you to interpret. But just wanted to get something out there to y'all. I appreciate the the listens, the shares, the likes, all the comments. Um, while Lucas is gone, if y'all have anything that y'all want me to deep dive into my research or put on the docket for a recording, just let me know. You can reach out at two dummies podcast at gmail.com. Drop me a line on Facebook. This is just out here for y'all. So hope y'all enjoyed it. There'll be more coming to you. I'm trying to figure out how to do this by myself and make this entertaining and educational for y'all. So any help is greatly appreciated. All right, dummies, I'm out.